Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. From the fifth quarter studios in Madison, Wisconsin, you're listening to Coach Unplugged. And now, your host, Steve Collins. Hey, everybody. Welcome, welcome, welcome to Coach Unplugged. I am so happy that you decided to join us. Um, if you like this podcast, you should go over and listen to a bunch of the other ones in our in our network, with like the 5-Minute Basketball Coaching Podcast or High School Hoops or Coaching Youth Hoops. All of those are, I think, interesting, and uh, we would love if you left a five-star review. You can leave those one-star reviews at home. Um, but before we jump into the topic today, I'd like to give a big shout-out to our sponsors. First of all, Dr. Dish. Um, mention Coach Unplugged, and you'll get $450 off. You'll get great customer service. It is, um, it is. I can tell you from uh, someone that's still coaching, it has helped my team immensely. I can't tell you number of shots that we have taken on our Dr. Dish machines. And then also go over and check out teachhoops.com for coaches who want to get better. You know, 25 years ago when I took over a program that no one wanted, that hadn't had had five winning seasons in 35 years, um, I was the only applicant. No one wanted it. I would have killed for a resource like teachhoops.com. It took me took me years to turn it into a national powerhouse. And um, I I have put all that secret sauce inside of teachhoops.com. So come over and check it out. 14-day free trial. It will give you the roadmap. It will give you me. It will give you one-on-one calls and office hours and, and a community of like-minded coaches. I think you'll love it. Let's head off to the podcast. Uh, hey. How are you? Hey, hey Coach. How you doing? Good. Thanks for uh, jumping on. Um, I, as normal, I've just got a, a list of things to kind of rip through if you're, yep. you're yep. good. Go, go ahead. Awesome. Hey, um, what's your general rule on fast break if it's a team you haven't really seen up to this point? Like in practice, do you have one guy go back or two guys? What's your general philosophy on? So you're you're saying you don't know if they fast break? Yeah, maybe it's in a tournament or someone you're not really okay. sure, or just yeah. just when you're yeah. So okay. I usually have one guy always back, and it's usually my top guy. Okay, just whoever's around the top of the key. Um, and it will depend. Yeah, whoever's near the top, I tend to have back. Okay. You know, ideally, I'd like my point guard, and I'd like, but you know, yeah. So it's usually the guard that's near the top is who I have back. Um. You know, and, and again, it's like we work on – there's teams in our league that we have to get back on, so it's never really a worry. Usually I'll know <laughs> within the first two or three minutes if we have to make an adjustment. <laughs> um, okay. And then okay. I try to do it on the fly. Um, that, that I don't know if that's ever really been a problem, but it's a good, it's a good question, but I don't know if it's ever been a problem. Um, as long as you're teaching yeah. to get back, you know, work on that transition drill, kind of, you know, where you switch from offense to defense. Okay, and and then if they're like a good three point shooting team, or they they're really fast breaking, and then there are other times where you just send everybody back, all five guys, just to yeah. The well, there's the, I I usually send at least one to the offensive rebound, um, but there'll be times where we sprint like there we played opponents where it's like as soon as that shot goes up, you know we're back, <laughs> um, okay, because we can't give them any, we don't want to give them any easy buckets, um, okay, but yeah. 
That's a that's a cool. that's a can be a game that came time decision if it needs to be. Okay, cool. Uh, now I was going to ask you. We chatted a little bit last time about um, a quick hitter for like a, a zone offense, and I think you said you had some quick hitters or, or, or plays yeah, yeah. coming I'm out. Yeah, putting it up on Tuesday, so like Tuesday the first. I'm putting up a course on, and I'll have a PDF with everything on that. Um, zone for for zones too. Yeah, or, yeah or just it should man? be the same. You should have one that you just run. <laughs> um, because okay. to be honest with you, if I if <laughs> So it becomes a chess match. Like you want, you want something that's going to work against a zone and a man, especially at the end. For a, ideally, a quick hitter will work against both, because okay. unless you're doing it on the fly and running it, if you usually it's after a timeout, and coaches often change from man to zone or zone to man. Um, okay. So they might be playing man for the first half, and then all of a sudden, um, you know, they might want to switch it. And then all of a sudden, if you diagrammed up something that only works against a man, then that can be the problem. Okay. Okay, cool. Uh, I'll, I'll wait till that comes out. Now, one thing I do want to ask you is, like, in the game uh, plays, um, I, I know they don't come up a, a, a lot, but, like, in the game, and say there's uh, three seconds left, you have to go full court. Um, it, usually most end-of-the-game plays I see sends the ball to half court, and then you maybe yep, hit that's a really hour hard or to do. That's really hard to do. Um, I will try to find the one I have on that. I have a couple. I will call one home run. I have one less than three, more than three. Um, yeah, less than three, more than three. It, it, it's hard to get. It's hard. You know, it's basically a second and dribble. Um, and I've seen more than my share of games that have run out and there hasn't been a shot at it. Um, so it – you coach boys, right? It's boys. Yeah, boys yeah. high school. Yeah. Okay. Boys so, so, so the boys can sometimes with the girls, it's hard for them to even get that pass that long. Boys can usually usually have somebody that is used to throwing a football, so they can make it that distance. Um, right. You know, you get it to the elbow, you get it to the elbow extended, and then they can usually, if they can catch it, they can turn and maybe even take a dribble or a kick. Um, the problem with girls is I've just, I've had they've had and it depends on the team, but it, the problem's getting the ball that far. Um, right. So again, it depends on if you have a timeout, you don't have a timeout. So I would you know try to diagram something up that you can go full court in three seconds and get a shot. Usually it's a misdirection. Um, you know you get them curling. A good curling play is good with three seconds because then they get it, they catch it, they dribble one two, and then they let it go. Um, okay, because I'd love to see that because I haven't had any situations in the games like that. But it okay. seems like uh, for me, be on the other side, it would make sense to switch to a one-three-one um, the last second, two or three seconds, because because that kills the middle. Is that it true does. or no? It kills it kills the middle, and it um, yes, yes, especially if you got wings. So that's what I'm saying. It's like this chess match kind of thing. So therefore, then you're gonna kind of it's kind of like throwing a hail mary at the end of a game. Sometimes you just want okay. to throw it up and hope it gets there. Um, so I'll I'll, okay. I'll have one of my assistants see if they can find that. I know I have it. I have all my plays on clear transparencies. <laughs> so okay. li literally, I I have them all drawn out. So I grab them from my assistant. I put it on my on my. I have a magnetic board. Put it on my board. Put the magnets on top, and it's all ready to go. Um, you can do the same thing with a white okay. piece of white paper. So. I think you want those things that have already run them during practice, and then you want them ready to go. 
So when you grab it, you're not trying to draw things up. You've got it drawn up and then you can spend the time telling kids where they need to go. Um, so you can even do that okay. on a white piece of paper on a clipboard. And so they can see, John, you're here at the top of the key, you know, Bill, you're over here or whatever. So they can see it because that's, it's more, if you can get them in the right spots, at least you got a shot at it. Um, right. So that's okay. a good, that's a good like hint for down the stretch kind of things. Okay. No, no, that's really good. Cause my general thought is that if, if you have five seconds, uh, four quarter, you can push it up. But if it's three, four seconds less then you need to throw. You got you got to almost throw it and hope. Yep. Misdirection. Yeah. Okay. And, okay. Yep. okay. Um, now the other thing I would ask is, um, how do you usually attack like a, a two, three extended zone where they're sending two top guys almost picking up at half court? So they're, so, so then I put guys behind those two guys. So put somebody, I mean, if they're, you're saying they're going to trap out of that? Uh, yeah. Or it's running a two, three zone and the top two guys are picking up at half court. Yeah, so they're just they're basically just trying to get you to stretch it. So I usually have someone standing right. at the top of the key. I have someone standing at the top of the key and making so someone's gonna have to decide then are the bottom three guys gonna stay home or somebody gonna come up? Um so okay. I'll bring I'll bring so I'll bring because usually my two guards are helping bring the ball up. Um so at that point or whoever's bringing the ball doesn't have to positionless basketball basically, but whoever's bringing the ball, if you usually have one or two guys bring the ball up. I want guys, I want to stretch them. I might even put everybody above the free throw line at that point, like in a one, four set. Um, so okay. guys, you know, two guys at the elbow, two guys at the wing. What are you going to do with those bottom guys? Are you going to stretch up all the way? Probably not. Cause you're going to want to protect the rim. Um, so I just put four across and, you know, make them, you're basically making them, they have to make a decision at that point. Gotcha. So put them all across. You said pretty much at the free throw line. Just yeah, I'd put all that, that four of them. Okay. I'd, bring, I'd have a one. I'd have your point guard, whoever's bringing the ball up, bring it up, and I'd bring right. everybody else across the free throw line. So then those yeah. bottom guys, if they're running a two-three, those bottom guys are going to have to decide what they want to do. <laughs> right. And if there's okay. four guys there, and there's two up up uh, at half court stretching. Somebody's going to be open. Like, you okay. Know, if they're playing a zone and they're, you know, unless it's man-to-man matchup kind of thing, then then it's just man. Then just run your man offense. But someone will be open on that. Okay. Yeah, and that's one thing that I kind of um, have a little bit of challenge. It's like I, I, full court press, I have something that we, we kind of run out of that. But is your philosophy for like a three-quarters press, should that be the same as a full court press? You know what I'm saying? Like sometimes they extend it three-quarters, sometimes it's – are you talking about how to break the press? Yeah, yeah. Like, I guess what I'm saying is like sometimes it's full court, understand that, but then they bring it back and they bring, you know, it's three quarters. Is there something general that you run for any type of level? Well, the best press way to break? break a press is get it up before they can set the press up if you're fast. <laughs> That's the best way to break okay. a press is get it, get, get, if someone, if you know a team's going to press you, let's go. We're gonna we're gonna get it. We're gonna get the ball out and get it over half court before you can even set your press up. We're gonna go. So that's the best way to break a press. Um, but as far as a press okay. break goes, um, yeah, I don't. I mean, I would just have. I mean, it doesn't matter if it's if it's full. It's there's gonna be more openings. To be honest with you, it's really hard to run a full court press where it's picking up on the ball. Um, so right. I would uh, I would run basically. Yeah, I'd run a similar thing. Um, 
you know, I think I think on that on the press break course in teach hoops, I think I have kind of my press breaks, but that one four or okay. you know, the sideline break or any of those will work. Um very I I've seen very few high school teams unless they have a really good athletic kid on the ball. Usually it's not full court. It's they usually by the time they set it up it's three quarter court at the free throw line. Um because okay. it's really hard to do that. So yeah, I would just run the same thing. But if you if you're really worried about it, spend the week getting the ball up before they can uh, they can press you. So so did you just have the closest person to the goal, pick it up, step out of bounds? Yeah, that's and what it, I, I tend to have. I tend to have yeah, I tend to have as long as it's not my point guard, and even if it's my point guard, it's not necessarily unless it's the end of the game. If it's the end of the game, then that's an issue because I want the ball in their hand. They tend to be my guards tend to be the better free throw shooters but um yeah i tend to have the the closest one and if we're trying to get it up fast definitely get it and get it in before they can even know what's going on so if you're if you're big uh picks the ball out sets out of bounds and maybe they're putting a lot of pressure having trouble getting getting it in because i usually the person i have throwing the ball in i usually have them as a, a relief valve and they right. can dribble so if i have someone that really can't dribble um, should I maybe even have a guy step out of bounds and throw it to him and just run a normal press break? Or yeah, you could do that. Do you, you could do that. Yeah. I mean, yeah, it's more about putting them in the situation of what it feels like, too. If you've got enough guys, I'd put, you know, six or seven defenders out there and let them feel what it is to really be pressured. Because part of it is they're, okay. they're trying to take you out of your comfort zone when they're pressing you. That's what they're trying to make, make you make a bad decision. Um, so, right. so you want to put them in that situation in practice where it feels like, oh my gosh, I can't get the ball. You know, it's the, it's the, you can't dribble to break the press. You're going against six or seven guys, you know, you know, all this kind of stuff that your point guard has to take it up. You want to make those, those obstacles hard so they get used to it when they have to actually do it five on five. Okay. So, so even if it's a guy that doesn't normally throw it in, if he's underneath the goal, step in, kick it to the guard. And if there's pressure, then just everybody kind of goes to their normal press break yep. spots. And yep. And the or diagonal cut fast. Okay. Yeah, yeah. Diagonal cut fast, and you'll probably be open. But yes, don't don't okay. over dribble. Okay. Right, the thing is, you don't want to over dribble, especially if you're not good at press breaks. Don't over dribble. So spend a lot of time on them breaking without okay. dribbling in. Okay. All right. That, that's that's super helpful. And uh, we were chatting about, I don't know if you had a chance or if you have something, but we were talking about uh, our last call about an end of game sheet. Do you have anything like that when I say I end do. of game sheet? I like, didn't have a chance to look at You know what I'm saying? Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, so remind me remind me what that was. So we were talking about. Um, so, oh, what I, yeah, so just like to help me out at the end of the game situation. So I know just a sheet that would have like who's their best foul shooter, um, who's their best three-point shooter, um, how many timeouts do they have out? How many timeouts do we have out? You know, all the things you kind of need to have there that my assistant would just be keeping up with and just hand it to me. Or, or do you do something like that? I don't. I, I, my, I have an assistant that basically keeps a short sheet of paper, but I will look. I used to have something that would even have like down three, we should do this, up three, we should do this, kind of like football. I'll see if I can find that. But usually, I, I mean, I, it's as simple as timeout. How many timeouts do we have? Are we in foul trouble? Are they in foul trouble? Can we foul? Can we not foul? Um, and then I usually have a list of 
you know, uh, I have one sheet of paper with everything that we're running. So I have my offenses, my defenses, um, my out-of-bounds plays, my quick hitters, my situational stuff. I have that on one sheet of paper that's just listed so I can remember it. Um, I put somebody else in charge of timeouts, you know, fouls, bonus. Um, and then one of my assistants out of every timeout will hold up a sheet that says what we have. Um, so that's about, Oh, really? That's a great idea. Yeah. So okay. it's like an eight and a half by 11 and it will say two timeouts. He'll have actually timeouts, possession arrows and fouls, I think. And he'll hold them up as they're walking out of the huddle. So that they just know to look for him and they'll go, okay, we got three timeouts. We got two timeouts or we're in foul trouble. We're, we're, they're in the bonus. And we're not in the bonus kind of thing. Um, so it's helpful. It's just that little okay. reminders or, you know, it's like when you're sending your kids off to on a Friday night, it's like, make good decisions, make sure da da da. You're just giving them that last. <laughs> Use good them. judgment. I got you. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I, I got you. I got you. So, so that, that's, a, so you actually have a sheet of paper that has, um, like your maybe your inbound play, the name just the inbound it's just plays the name. It's, and just the, it's just the name. It's just the name. It's like um, it's everything we run offensively, everything we run defensively, all of our out of bounds plays, all of our quick hitters, all of yeah, our special. So just the name. Just the name. Gotcha. So I can look and go. Ooh, we've run blue. Blah blah blah. I have an assistant tracking if things are working or not working. Um, okay. I can I can ask them, but. Um, I just need to, I have a, it's just a quick reminder for me, um, to keep track of it. I like the idea of what you're thinking though. I'm going to, I'm going to play with that before our first, I, I like the idea of just one sheet with everything, like what to do. It's kind of like a football, like football coaches have that, what to do down seven with, you know, do I kick, do I punt, do I like that kind of stuff? I like that idea. I do like that idea. Yeah, just I just don't have the experience as yourself, and so it, just at the end of the game when you know there's a little bit more on the line, yeah, I like helpful. I'm gonna play with that. that. I'm gonna I'm gonna play with that next. Cool. Uh, yeah, th- those are like just the ones I want to rip off. I think we're okay. uh, we just had 15 minutes, so okay. that's that's the end of the time I got okay. with you. Um, but one one last thing on the inbound place, do you have inbound like sidelines or, or or that you as part of that course? That's some of your ones that you like to run. I do. So like a, yeah, I'll find, uh, I'll find my situation stuff. And then I don't know if I have them diagrammed up. I'll look, I, I know the ones that we run. I I'll diagram up. I'll find my playbook. I could send you my playbook too. Um, okay. That will have, I'm kind of waiting for that. No, I'm sorry. Go ahead. I'm sorry. I'll, I'll, um, I'll, uh, I'll, I'll just send you my playbook. It will have all my quick hitters. I'll just don't sell to anybody in our conference. That's good. <laughs> yeah. yeah. <laughs> I'm um, in Arizona. Don't worry about it. Okay. Yeah, I'll send you all that, and then you can look at that, and then um, I can tell you which ones I like better. They're all good, but it's just relative to which ones you're going to work on. So, and then you were yeah. asking about quick hitters too. I'm putting that up on Tuesday, and, and I'm wait. I'm waiting for that. Um, whenever that comes out, you had a really good conversation about um, triangle two and boxing one, and how to handle that. So, yeah. um, yep. I, I, I guess when those that. are up, I can. I can see the diagrams and check that out. So yep, cool. Yep. Yep. I will do that. Awesome. Perfect. Hey, thanks, thanks coach. coach. This is, this is great. Great. Have a great Thank day. You. Yep. Bye. Hey everybody. I hope you're enjoying the podcast. Make sure you subscribe, like, um, we love those. Um, and send me an email, steve at teachhoops.com. Tell me what you want to hear in the future. Also go over and check out teachhoops.com for coaches who want to get better. Have a great day. Sports Social Podcast Network.